<laughs> there's, there's more than enough Devon to go around. And welcome back to Emblemcast. What is this, 27? Yes. I think. I believe yeah, so, 27. Yeah. Wow, 27 years old. Or episodes old. Anyway, we're Emblemcast. We're a Fire Emblem podcast and nothing more. I, I'm not going to make that stupid joke I always do, like Overwatch or Advanced Wars, I think I said in the first episode. But we have a guest today. He goes, He's a man of many names. Lucky Crit, Mr. Crit, Lucky Colt, or Stevie. Uh, Stevie, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, how's it going? Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, Stevie has a YouTube channel, which you may or may not have heard of, but we will absolutely put that in the description and Twitter and all that stuff if if you want to. Uh, He has a Discord as well, which I just joined, which you guys should join. And you can join our Discord, which is also uh, in the description. So... Also, he Epis- just had a game release with Super Lucky's Tale. Congratulations, man. <laughs> really, really big accomplishment there. Thank really you. Pushed Thank the, you so really much. pushed that one out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. I'm working hard on that one. <sighs> All right. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, oh, yeah. Darren's back. Yeah. It's good to have Darren back. It's, it's good to be a, a guest again. I just looked on our iTunes page. We are, like, not 27. I think we're 29. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting old. That was... We are getting old. It's only taken <laughs> so a, that was a fuck up on my part. Only taken us about two years to get this far. <laughs> but well, that's what it's like when you got a bunch of college students running a show and one person editing for five people at at least usually. But um, yeah. Uh, so I guess we will go into what we are playing. How about Darren? Why don't you start us off? Because it's been a little while since you've been on. It has been a little while. It's I been haven't a, really a hot minute. Th- I haven't really been up to too much game-wise. I've been... I just graduated university. I had to deal with some health stuff. I went to Japan. I, uh, so not too much. Yeah, know. not too much. But I mean game-wise, <laughs> I haven't really been doing much since I've been kind of running yeah. around all over the place. Cool. But uh, now as a uh, someone just doing the job hunt, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy twelve HD, the Zodiac Age. Is that out already? That has been out for a couple months now, I believe. For some reason, I didn't think that was out yet okay it's, it's definitely how, been how is it's, that it's really good it's a really solid hd conversion slash remaster of the original final fantasy 12 based off the international version which includes some extra content a fast forward mm-hmm. feature which That's drastically nice. improves the game yeah i know there's that one infamous like what is it like two or three hour long boss fight or whatever i think it's like an optional boss fight that can go on for up to five hours depending how prepared you are just because that's the way they designed it thanks square i feel like fun challenges i feel like that's gotta be like bad design right there (laughs) (laughs) it should never yeah it's it's questionable i think it's meant to replicate those like super hard raid style bosses because 12 gets compared to a lot of mmos especially because it came right after 11 which was an mmo and it has a mm-hmm. similar style of automated combat but it's really fun i'm really enjoying it i'm personally a big fan of uh, yatsumi matsuno who was formerly the director before he left the project but i'm a big fan of his work and how he writes all the stories he's kind of infamous for being the creator of uh, ogre battle and uh, tactics ogre as well as final fantasy tactics 
Okay. And uh, 12 shares the same world setting as the uh, tactics game. So if you're a big fan of Ivalice, then 12 will be a treat because uh, it's I think all about I, it. If if I remember, I, I picked up War of the Lions on uh, the PSN a while ago. So I, I definitely want to play that game because I know, Darren, I know how much you love that game. And I've oh, heard, yeah. I've heard pretty much only good things about tactics. I mean, it's one of those games you can break over your knee once you uh, understand the system, but I think that's half the fun. But 12 is also... Just like Fire Emblem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. A lot of strategy RPGs can kind of become that once you uh, know the systems and yeah. who to use and how to use them. But 12 is good. The HD version is also really solid. If that goes on sale near anybody, I'd highly recommend checking it out, especially if you passed it up on the first time, because it's really solid. Although Vaughn's the worst. He is. Is that the protagonist? Yep. He is the last minute addition to the game, where they oh. originally had a different protagonist, and then they basically came back and said, no, we can't market it, having adults as all the party members, we need a kid, we need, we need someone to hook in all our, uh, all our fans. Is that really what happened? It 100% is what happened. Oh my God. I think the, the character Bosch, who's like a disgraced military captain, was supposed to be the main character. Oh. And then during development, they basically approached the team and said, this isn't going to work. We're not going to sell to our audience. We need a younger younger lead. And so they basically wow. created Vaughn to fulfill that kind of androgynous lead male character role that Final Fantasy, at that point at least, had been known for. That actually makes wow. a lot of sense. I remember there being like old uh, Flash animations on YouTube from a long time ago of people saying like he was just a useless character obsessed with like, oh, revolution, revolution, but he never actually did anything. So if that, you play that would make the game, a lot of sense. it's actually amazing how often he does not talk during cutscenes or when he says something, people tell him to shut up and they start talking and taking over the cutscene. <laughs> it happens like all the time. It's hysterical. So does the Final Fantasy has a history of... What I would call questionable protagonists. <laughs> well, he's not even really the protagonist. He's just kind of the central yeah. character, but everyone else is, like, the protagonist. It's really fascinating, because that game had, like, a really crazy development cycle. There's a whole history of it that it's really interesting to read up on. But uh, outside of 12, I honestly haven't really been up to much. I've, I recently, uh, my friends and I have been starting a D&D group, and then I Ooh. had to take oh, okay. over as the How's game that? master. So I've had to prepare some materials for that, since we're apparently we're doing all homebrew. Wow. All right. Yes. There you go. And that's yeah, it for me. Go. No anime, uh, nothing. Wow. Well, didn't you watch... Didn't you tell me you were watching something, or did I make that... You, you told me you finished up uh, Hero Academia, right? That was forever ago, though, man. Oh, okay. This is the new... We got a whole new season of anime do have a for, whole like, two season. months, and I haven't <laughs> watched any of it. No, it do, none of it so far looks to be anything uh, particularly interesting. There's some good stuff there. I just haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. Uh, Stevie, why don't you go ahead? What have you been playing? Fire Emblem or non-Fire Emblem? Um, actually, not very much, to be completely honest. Um, Heroes, I think, kind of fills the void for me if I'm, like, waiting in line or there's something that yep. I have to, like, go do and, you know, because it's just so quick. I should be finishing yeah. up Echoes because, you know, with all the Echoes videos that I've made, honestly, I should have beaten it a long time ago. But because I was <laughs> making all those videos, it kind of, like, delayed me actually beating the game. So, yeah, I got to go back and do that. I still, there are still uh, paths and fates that I haven't beaten yet. So, I have a lot of work to do, but because of the <laughs> videos, it kind of, all that stuff gets delayed. So, yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Well, as long as you enjoy making the content, then it's not that Yeah. It's not that of bad. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what are you doing in heroes any pro any like sort of side projects or projects you work yeah on? i was waiting a really really long time to like make a fun build and like five star character that's you know not a top tier character so i really like severa and selena so oh. i was like waiting i had a that's second cool. yeah i got a second corral bonus unit right now so that's nice <laughs> yeah wow yep. baiting us <laughs> <laughs> hey she'll be a bonus unit again <laughs> yep I had a second Corel, so I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this Wodow? Like, somebody's getting it. I figured, out of all the characters, it would help her a lot. So mm -hmm. I finally bit the bullet and five-starred her and then uh, just been training her up a Yo, little she's, bit. Man. She's not too bad. She's got a nice defense stat. Yeah, she's, she's like a weird, uh, like an unusual... It's fast, if I can remember. Yes, well. yes, yeah. It's a I, weird I build, but it's cool. I out that you had two Carols, and Carol is like the, one of the rarest units in the entire game to pull. Yeah, I, really? I got yeah. pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. He only had that one banner, like his introduction banner, yep. which was kind of bad. And then he hasn't come back until just the recently with the long haired gentleman. But he, yeah, but I, he yep. shares that. But he shares it with Rioma, so it's kind of hard to pull for him. Yeah, I I pulled Carol a plus speed Carol, uh, just on a random free summon, not even on the the long haired gents banner, just on a, a random one the mm. other day so that was kind of cool but i i also pulled a random uh athena who i don't remember her nature but it's nothing special so got two odows I'll, I'll have to see what what i'll do with them but nice. that's a that's a good sword right there mm -hmm. yeah that would be cool to get on like a lance to give to nephine to do some moonbow wrath shenanigans oh god <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> we can dream <laughs> so you're working on building on selena anything else or just you've just been just sort of grinding up um, I don't know. I, I'm getting to the point where I'm a little bit sick of like Tempest Trials and Voting Gauntlets, you know? Yep. I mean, I like, I yeah. appreciate the feathers, of course, but like grinding out the Tempest Trials to like 99k, I didn't even do that this time, so I didn't Ooh. bother with it. I'm, I'm kind of like waiting to, for the next uh, moment. the other day, who's not here right now, and I, we both agreed. I'm interested to hear what all you guys have to say about this. Our, by far, our favorite Tempest Trial was the mini one. They had uh, a couple couple of weeks or a couple of months i can't it was remember about a few yep. months ago. ago actually it was yeah. two months ago it was two months ago um i think that was definitely my favorite because you're consistently getting rewards and it's not a not too much of a pain in the ass to you know get to the top level mm -hmm. i i i don't know i i know a lot of people like i know you do chef <laughs> like grind to the very top oh yeah of uh of tempest but i usually like on this last one i just got guidance then i was like no nah, i'm out <laughs> that's everything i need <laughs> Uh, for me, the grind the grind is basically just like what I live for. <laughs> like I, <laughs> it is. I just see that and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Like I don't auto battle really at all. I That's just, I just do Luna, I just do lunatic <laughs> seven and just keep going. Oh and it's And it's gotten to the point where I've started cycling units out because I've kept like maxing oh out hero merit. Like I'm almost oh, really. To, yeah, on like the hero merit list, I'm almost to just covering the entire like initial screen. Which oh is, this guy is crazy. Which is about <laughs> forty units. I'm I'm about thirty three units maxed to hero merit. So it's like Stevie, there was there was one time about a year ago when Sheffin was talking about games that he played and he's like, Oh yeah, I, I played all six ace attorneys in like a week. <laughs> oh, man. If it was fun, <laughs> it's just snap. All, all those like fifteen hour games. <laughs> They're not that long. <laughs> well, if you skip and I guess know the options, they're probably like ten hours, but I don't know. <laughs> I gotta pick up Apollo Justice when that comes out soon. That'll be fun. Uh, 
So, uh, anything else you want to talk about, Stevie? Yeah. Or is that pretty much it? How do you guys feel about the uh, sort of orb drought and sort of the, I guess, the scummy uh, things that they've kind of been doing with the recent banners where... Yep, the whole Ira thing was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> and as, as I know you pointed out, and uh, Phoenix Master made a video about this as well, um, who actually, we'll, we'll say this now, we're going to have him on a cast coming up, so look forward to that, but... Uh, mm. How if you say Sigurd, they they think you're what do they think you're saying again? Cigarette. YouTube bots. Yeah. Cigarette. Yeah. That's and so your videos get the the dreaded yellow dollar sign. <laughs> yep. So and, it, oh, it seems like like with most YouTube like rollouts, it kind of takes forever for it to actually reach like everybody. So yep. nothing happened, and and I know that this happened to like a lot of the Fireman people recently because I was even just talking to Mangs and he basically corroborated the same thing, but. Hmm. It was only like the beginning of must have been October where we finally like just started getting like pummeled. I never had any monetization issues before that. Then all of a sudden with that first video talking about the genealogy banner. Yeah. Oh my god. Just after that at, at after that point every single video has been demonetized for a period of time. Thankfully That's ridiculous. I you know, I've got them all remonetized, but like you lose out on that you do because when you first yeah. post them, I mean, that's when you get your biggest influx of viewers exactly, and, you know, yeah, the most profit. So, yeah. that's what how it works, yep. yeah. And yeah, I get the feeling, hit by any of that. <laughs> I get the feeling too that when it gets demonetized, YouTube stops recommending that video because I also had some videos lately that <laughs> got instantly demonetized when it came out and then it just kind of nerfed and destroyed like the views and the video itself, like it just never recovered after that. So, it's uh. kind of it's definitely a scary time. It's nice to, that you guys found a kind of a way around that being <laughs> Seagird. <laughs> yeah. That's one way. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, you were talking about the orb drought, how we've just had pretty much just good banner after good yeah. banner. It's ridiculous. It's it's kind of upsetting. I've spent probably a little bit too much money on heroes, like in general. Yeah. I, I kinda don't I don't want to do that anymore, but I really want Noe and um the only character I've gotten from the Halloween banner so far is the Sakura. So I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just kind of like holding out I, for the next. Influx. I wash my hands of that. I'm out. I'm done. My You're hands out. are clean. <laughs> I I ended up getting to I think it was 4.5 percent on that dancers banner, and I just uh, I was done. I didn't get any of the uh, genealogy units, eh. which was sad. 4.5. Um, just like a little baby. I got. To, <laughs> I've seen some like I've got, seen some like sevens. I got I got to six point five on the genealogy banner and got oh, broken God. by freaking Soren <laughs> and Seth. Uh, it was uh, a sad time. That that's why, and I know a lot of people in recent times are complaining about this. Uh, they really got to fix that five star pool. Yeah, they, they've got to do it. Well, it's more, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they do it soon because I think a lot of people are complaining about it, but. I don't know. I, do I would ra- I would rather the four star and three star pool be increased than the five star pool be changed. Like, there's some like cool stuff. There's cool stuff. Like one, I mean, one thing like Alms Windsweep or like Saver's Shield Pulse. Is that like Windsweep? I actually feel like is like sort of the next level for like Brave Bow Archers in Heroes. Maybe since, since then it just lets them bypass this encounter, especially with the. Uh, phantom speed sacred seal i feel like mm-hmm. that's gonna be the next level for them but yeah. it's like step one roll an alm alm hasn't had <laughs> alms had like one banner and hasn't been seen since well he he had two he had the his original one and then, oh, then his the, tempest. The tempest trial yeah one. yeah but was nowhere to be seen we'll see i know a lot of people are predicting uh hero fest coming up as well oh yeah one. yep I've heard um, a lot. i think that'll happen 
we'll see what they get. Um, we we have a much bigger five star pool now. They they kind of they kind of scraped the bottom of the barrel for the last one, I think. When you know when we had Jenny, that's <laughs> the the uh, the colorless one. So we'll see. I think they have a, some better can like they could do Inez or something like that for for mm -hmm. colorless, which would be cool. Um, yeah, like, like I said, we'll see. But I, I have higher hopes for for this new one. And it looks like from from what people are saying, I would not be surprised. It looks like the next couple months we're going to be getting a lot of a lot of these you know month long. Um, uh, what what do you seasonal time heroes? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm glad heroes. I'm glad it's a month now for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes. That that was a nice change. Um, I decided I was one of those people I, who was not, which was not a good idea. I'd pull like five orbs just because I was desperate. But I am I'm holding on to a a nice 42 orbs right now because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna wait to see what the next banner is. Because yeah. I'm I'm hoping for Thracia. It could be Radiant Dawn, but we'll see. Either way, there's going to be a broken unit <laughs> that I want. So, are yeah. you guys excited for like the point where we finally get to like all of the obscure characters being added in? I'm really excited oh, for that. Wait. Like more I than anything. Darren, we we never had you on. How excited were you that Black Knight was a free unit? I was already out of the game. Uh... <laughs> you didn't get him. No, I got so frustrated with pull rates and. Just I, I I can't stand how they handle the gotcha mechanics of how all the five stars are rolled in every banner. I can't stand it. So you're on to Fate's Grandia now? <laughs> no, I I just completely drop gotcha games in general. I just I it drove me nuts, especially uh, with heroes because I did put money in there at some points, yep. which I know many of us are guilty of. But I had saved up almost 160 orbs, I think, for an Ike banner. I think you told me about this, and, and I just got like... nothing but crap. And I was like, and that was I'm Hero done, Fest, dude. wasn't it? When he had a yeah, it was Hero <laughs> Fest. Yeah. Oh man! So I that, that was the thing that broke me. I just yep, it's not fun, and it's just. It's crack, and I don't need crack. I need, I need some ecstasy, not crack, you know? <laughs> Gotta find the drug that's right for you. Oh, man, you look at Darren. Having a good good mindset and getting out and realizing the problem. <laughs> I think that's the message of this podcast. You well, you know, Darren finished you. school, and then he's left with student debt and now looking for a job, and then ha continuously buying Fire Emblem crack, you know? <laughs> Can't afford all the crack orbs, and you gotta get a job. Darren, are you saying you don't want a thousand-year-old that looks like an eleven-year-old dragon wearing almost nothing? <laughs> on a Devin, on a I have that for free. I can get those JPEGs for free. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can pretend to move them around a map. You know, I, I, I can get that. And just say like the voices in your head, just like yeah. <laughs> ready to roll. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right, <laughs> Chef, and what have you been doing? Uh, I've been. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem Warriors, actually. I actually pretty much okay. have that game almost 100%ed, actually. Wow. Who would you say... I know I've asked you this in chat, but uh, who would you say uh, your favorite units to play as are? Not character-wise, just uh, moveset-wise. It's got to be Frederick. Frederick's just so See, fun. I, I don't. I don't love Frederick. I don't know. Uh, you just... Frederick, you feel the, like, weight and force. You do feel the weight. And that's I actually just, like, enjoy Lissa more. I don't know. Lissa, I feel like, is a bit just too goofy for me. I guess. Like, I feel like with Frederick, you just, like, feel, like, the oomph when you hit the enemies. And that's, and that's I mean, like... that's what I really liked about Berserk Band of the Hawk, which was another Warriors-style game. Yeah. yeah. Darren, are you... I know you're a Warriors fan. Are you think? I know you haven't picked the game up, but are you thinking of picking it up? I am so 
not interested in Fire Emblem uh, Warriors. I, just, I will tell you... The roster the, alone killed it for me. No, I just, the, the roster kills it, and yeah. the fact that they're not adding these popular characters like Ike and Roy and, and all that. Say what you want about Roy, obviously, but um, they, they've basically explicitly said in interviews the reason they're not doing it is because they want to make a sequel, and Koei Tecmo said they're very pleased with the results of the sales of, of this game, so we probably mm. will get a sequel in yep. two years or something. And when I can play as the Black Knight... I'll, I'll buy it. Well, we don't have any villains yet. Not even, like, someone stupid. <laughs> I mean, King of Fighters like, had the whole thing with no buy, no buy, no Black Knight, no buy. That's just that's just how it, it is, you know? Like, that's all I want out of a Warriors game. It's all I Dar- want. Let me play as the Black Knight in video games. Darren, I will say, I haven't really played other Warriors games, but from what I understand and, and what I've seen, the mechanics that they add in, in Warriors, Fire Emblem Warriors, is, is pretty cool. Um, just the the fact of the weapon triangle alone and being able to switch on the fly, like uh, in Hyrule Warriors Legends, and I believe some other recent Warriors games, um, that that just adds a lot of depth because there is a weapon triangle in this game, and uh, you know, you, you get units of all types, not too many lance units, but um, it, it's just cool, <laughs> you know, creating a balanced team and and sending your heroes on the fly to you know. Oh, there, there's a there's a Myrmidon over here. Let's go send uh, Cordelia to take care of them and, and stuff like that. It's I don't know. I I think it adds another layer to that game, which which is probably fun. yeah. But uh, I just and it's and the, I've been dreaming of a Warriors game with Fire Emblem for yeah, so long. And I think we seeing all how it turned out is just I I'm just gonna take the stance and vote with my wallet. That's and good. When that sequel comes out that has all the things that I want, cool. I'll grab that. It's going to happen. That. It's definitely going to happen. I know some people I've heard are talking about Hyrule Warriors 2 or something, but I, I see no way that Fire Emblem is not the do, next they'll, If they're Warriors. smart, they'll probably just do both. They could do both. What, do um, do they, them both at the even, same time? Just make the, the Nintendo I mean, Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors has so much fucking content. They could just port the Wii U version with Legends features. and. I could see them definitely doing a sequel for Switch, then having like one year having Hyrule Warriors 2, and then the next year you have Fire Emblem yeah. Warriors 2, and that I'm, way you keep a release schedule up. I'm really hoping, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, the uh, the, the, the fact that, um you know, the, the DLC characters have been announced, uh, which, again, is kind of lackluster. They made some good choices. I think I think overall their choices with Shadow Dragon were pretty solid. Um, but there's some weird choices, like Olivia seems kind of weird. Or awakening. I like the um, choice about destroyed battle armor. There you go. It's actually, That's what it's a, Fire Emblem's about. They actually like showed recently released images, and it's actually like yes. not what you think. It's literally imagine like people in tennis, like tennis gear, and it's basically just that. It's like not what okay. you think it'd be. All right, it's not like. But yours. why? <laughs> Who knows? It's, it's oh, their no. Under Armour pajamas. Yeah, it's what's <laughs> under the armor, which. That's what Apparently is more than what people thought. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping because you look at Hyrule Warriors, which did get a you know a port with added features on 3DS, but that game had so much fucking support like forever. So I'm, I'm hoping these three packs are not the only packs that we get. Um, but we'll see. Probably so not. So Chef and I, I don't know. What, what else do you think of Warriors? Who who are your least favorite characters to play as? Uh. Probably Marth and Zalika. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them either. They just, like, um, cover... They, like, go so much distance, but, like, don't have, like, any a- AoE. 
Like, yeah. like the Pegasus. I think Robin's like the Peg- Robin's really good. Yeah, Robin's pretty right. I don't know. I've, I think I more prefer. I think I more prefer like Takumi or Leo over Robin in terms of just like the outside of the triangle. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I will say Fire Emblem Warriors really fun. I think I've I've only got like a fun. few a few anime mementos I need to pick up. But I picked. I got to finish up that story mode. Oof. Yeah, I've done the story mode and I did it on uh, in Lunatic. And it, oh, okay. it, I, there is a lunatic that gets unlocked. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. Okay. It was the same with uh, Hyrule Warriors. It's like I've first been you playing be- hard classic. Yeah, yeah. Once you beat the main story, then you get to go back and play it on lunatic. And you could use okay. any, you could use anyone, but then so, yeah. some of the animamento requirements get like pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, I got like dash. I missed a couple of those. But yeah, it's really yeah, I, it's really fun. In terms of even just like Fire Emblem games, I would put it over like a c- number of Fire Emblem games in the series. In just terms, like of... what you got, you got to back that up now. All right, that's I, a bold statement. All right, I will say I enjoy it more than Gaiden, Shadow Dragon, Revelations, Path of Radiance, and FE7. Path of Radiance and FE7. Maybe Radiant Dawn as you're, well. You're and killing Darren here. Hey, hey, Lucky Crit. <laughs> Do yeah. you uh, do you want a permanent spot on the show? Because uh, I think uh, Sheffin just got fired. You can't yeah. fire me. <laughs> we can, but then we'll be banned from the sub. Yeah, <laughs> overpath the radiance and fire emblem seven. Come on. Yeah, I would say it's a lot more fun and engaging. Sheffin, <laughs> Darren is on the floor bleeding, and you're just I am, you're just kicking I the am shit out physically of him right hurt. Now. You know? I, it's going to be the freaking Darren and Lucky Crit show. Wow, yeah, Devin. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Wow, Aaron doesn't love me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really fun. Well, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, in terms of in terms of other games, um, I've actually just picked up XCOM Two. That other game you said was better than the that that is the series we do a podcast on. Yeah, that is better. XCOM Two: War of the Chosen is better than Fire Emblem. Like, no doubt about that. But um, I've been playing actually Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll jump in on that. Darren, have you played Odyssey yet? I own it, and I played it the day it came out, and I haven't played it since. Oh, you're you're a criminal. <laughs> I mean, I really like it; brings joy to my heart, but I just haven't had the drive. Did you cry? <laughs> like every reviewer no. I've watched has said, like I teared it, up at this game. I'm I like, was it's like, not that good. I was actually like baffled when I was playing it, and people were like, "Oh, it's ten out of ten. It's six out of five. It's the greatest." game that ever gamed and i was like this is a really damn good game but really i will say which might be fighting warrants to some uh i've i've played a shit ton in this game and breath of the wild and i think although i'm typically a zelda fan over mario uh i like i like this game more than zelda so i actually haven't played how about you i haven't played breath of the wild at all yet okay I, i would i would say it's pretty good i like it more than Ga- the galaxy games oh fight fighting words again <laughs> i don't uh i still prefer super mario sunshine over it though oh god oh, oh come on yeah Sheffin. Sheffin, please only so much at a time i gotta say i love sunshine but like odyssey's like in my opinion an objectively better game <laughs> nah i feel like just flood adds like more than the capture and cappy mechanic no no yeah. No, <laughs> I I feel it totally does. 
Jeffen, I hope a deranged man finds you when you walk to your apartment and he gonna be puts Darren. you in a Darren's labyrinth and you have to find a million blue coins and you're stuck there for like a year and you think about all these things you're saying right now. That's the, literally the moon hunt. Some of the moon hunts in Odyssey is just like way out there. With, have you beaten the game? No, uh, I'm on Bowser's Castle. Okay. So I'm I, everyone, there. Everyone loves that world. I think it's one of the worst in the game. Um, it's kind of like Mario Galaxy, but without being as interesting as Mario Galaxy. And the uh, the capture power, which I won't spoil, there, there's a unique capture power in that world. Like, it's cool, but it's really fucking annoying sometimes, too. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of that kingdom. I don't know. I would say, so far, like, right now, worst world had, has to be, like, the snow world. I feel like that's just... I, I didn't mind that one. I don't know. I feel like it's just too small and, like, I think not it's enough. Luncheon. See, Luncheon, I was like, ah, oh, this, this is pretty cool, being able to be, it's like, cool the... cool visually, and being but able to just controlling, controlling the, the fireball thing, whatever it's called, like, 90% of that level gets a little boring, I think. Yeah. I, don't know, I feel like New Donk's, New Donk's great though. Everyone says it, but New Donk's awesome. It's pretty good. I think I prefer. Um, I think I prefer the desert level over it though. Mm, I'm I'm iffy on that one. I think it's a little too barren. I, it's a desert, so I guess it makes sense. But it's I'd say. I I mean this is speculation, but um I think that's the biggest world in the game in in terms of size. It, it certainly feels like it, and a lot of it's just kind of sand. So. I don't know. It's fun though. It's 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 up there, I guess, with the better worlds. So um, are you saying you don't like sand because it's all coarse and rough and gets everywhere? Gets, yeah, everywhere. that's that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I am Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you got me. The prequel one, though, the good one. The pre- exactly. Well, well, not 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 like little boy one, like edgy teenage one from from Attack the Clones. Almost there to episode three. You get the best. <laughs> you get the best memes. I get but, the no meme. <laughs> right, and but yeah, that's pretty much just been it. Fire Emblem Warriors and yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Alright. Alright, I guess it's me. Yeah. So I have last couple episodes I've not played much and, and that has all changed. <laughs> I've played a lot of games because for the first time in this series, I'm not recording the podcast on my piece of crap two thousand twelve MacBook Air. Woo! <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a gaming PC now, so that's great. It's running a it's running a 1070. Got a good processor in there. It's all it's all well and good, and it's it's nice to be uh, it's nice to be part of the elite. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I've I've been playing just on humble bundles and in sales throughout the years because I knew I was eventually going to get a PC. Um, I picked up some PC games, so I have a massive backlog of of shit to go through. Um, I've been playing a lot of South Park The Stick of Truth recently, because that was a game I never got to play. And, oh. uh, that game is, that game is really good. Probably didn't need me to tell you that, but, um, Stick of Truth is fun. The mechanics can be a little annoying sometimes, I, I find at least. Uh, but it's, it's pretty easy, and it's, it's, it's a breeze. I'm about, let's see, I'm about four hours in, and from what I've talked to, that's, uh, from the point that I'm at in the game, that's, that's about halfway. Um. That's a short game, then. It is a short game, uh, but it's it's really enjoyable. And if you're a big South Park fan like me or like Darren, and are, are you a South Park fan, Stevie? Um, I don't watch it all the time, but I've definitely enjoyed it from time to time. It's just not something that I 
constantly tune back in on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen like the older episodes, it's it's definitely for you. Um, gotcha. I don't know. It's and it's I, really fun. And, and they're I'm, taking I'm the really RPG elements to, too. Uh, to, so. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to play the new game. I'll, I'll probably pick that up on sale eventually. Um, but but definitely check out uh, Stick of Truth. And I know Darren, you haven't watched any of the new season yet. But I watched uh, two of the new episodes. Okay, the first so two, two or, or no? Uh, I watched the Witch Hunt one. The Witch Hunt one was awesome. I think that's great. I had mixed feelings about it. It was Darren, the newest episode, <laughs> and when this post is posted, it won't be. So episode seven uh, is one of the best episodes I've seen in that show for, for a long time. Dang, I'll, I'll look forward to that. And I, 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 hope I think the other it. one was the Old Folks Home episode. Yes, I like that one a lot, too. Those, yeah, those three I just mentioned are, are my three favorite of the season. Oh, okay. uh, episode two is good as well. The uh, Stop Your Tweeting President, <laughs> whatever it was called. It's pretty good. They have a musical number, as that show likes to do, and consistently does well. Um so go so go check out the new season of South Park. It started a little rough, but it's it's definitely been getting better. And I can I can assure you it's better than last season, which is good to hear because last season sadly was a bit of a mess. Um Yeah, but uh what else have I been playing? I've been playing I I've played a shit ton of Odyssey. I'm at just on the cut just on the cusp of 500 moons in in Odyssey. Um that's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Odyssey. I don't know if it's my favorite 3D Mario. It's it's up there with Galaxy 1 and 2. Uh, but I, I definitely think as much nostalgia as I think pretty much all of us have for 64, I think it's an improvement, 64. Because you go back to that game, and it, it's not quite as good as you remember. The controls are a little a little shaky, uh, which makes sense, because it was you know the, the first of its kind. But... I don't know. Odyssey's really cool. Um, I think there is a little bit of oversaturation, just as there was with the Korok seeds. And and granted, it's not as bad because the worlds are smaller and the tasks you do to get moons are generally a hell of a lot more interesting and rewarding than the Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild. But I don't know if there needed to be 800 moons in a game with, I think, 14 worlds. Uh, seems a little seems a little excessive. 120 and is a good number. 120 is a good number, and I understand why they increased it. They they could have put it honestly. They could have put it to like 500 where I'm at right now because I I haven't really felt too much burnout yet. But I, I get the feeling that if I play more, I am. So that's why I've been, you know, just just taking it easy, uh, picking it up when I feel like. Um. And uh, Darren, you're going to be excited. I have two games installed on my computer that are, are next up on the list. Can you guess oh. what they are? No. No, I can't. They are <laughs> Witcher th- The Witcher 3 Wild oh, I could have guessed that. It's a lot. Yeah, you could have guessed that. <laughs> and uh, Dark Souls 1. Nice. So those are, those are going to be two good ones. I've had Dark Souls on PS3 for a bit, but uh, 60 frames on that game is definitely desired. Um yeah. I can tell you from what I have played of it that Dark Souls is great, but you didn't need me to tell you that. <laughs> uh, it's the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. It is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. <laughs> I, I can say with confidence now that I'm about 90% through Bloodborne that it's one of my favorite games ever. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that I will enjoy Dark Souls. Uh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I would have blessed you, but you said all those cursed things. Yeah, that's true. 
Well, That's all true. the more reason to bless me to just get the devil out of me if you see it that yeah, way. Clearly. <laughs> been speaking the Antichrist today, Sheffin. And Darren, now that you're here, this is and this is gonna be the last game that I talk about, um I I need to convince you of something. Oh. You gotta play Danganronpa B three. You gotta do it. Do I need to watch the anime to go into it? Okay. So Do I need to play Ultra Despair Girls? That's the big question here. I really don't want to play Ultra Despair Girls. Um have you seen the anime? That's that's my question. I have not seen it. So I watched the anime without seeing Ultra Despair Girls. They're, they focus one episode in the entire 25, I think, episode series on Ultra Despair Girls, and you can completely understand what's going on with without uh, having seen it. So I was fine. Um, the only reference they've made to Ultra Despair Girls in the entire game, and I'm at the last trial in the game, just, just making my way through that, the only reference that they've made is they just had a little Easter egg with, like, a poster uh, in a trash can that said Ultra Despair Girls 2. That's literally the only reference. So you don't need that well, game. Well, just, just where it belongs. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so far, they have made mostly reference to the the first game, which obviously you've played, and, you know, associated with that, the second game. Basically, and I'll let you know if this changes uh, throughout the last trial, but I don't think it will. No characters exclusive to three have been mentioned whatsoever, and basically all you need to know is like two leaves it ambiguous. Like they're you know they're they're still fighting uh, despair. <laughs> this is an anime game, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, basically, all you need to know, and this is not a spoiler. Like they fix shit <laughs> at the end of three. Like what is supposed to be the the end of that arc of the series. Like shit's okay by the end. Uh, and then shit isn't good again in, in 3. But, Darren, this game fucks with you. Like like no other Danganronpa game I have played. It knows that you are familiar with the rest of the series, so it try it lays traps. It tries to say, oh, you know, in, in 1 or 2, this would have been the culprit here. And, and you think you're outsmarting the game. You're like, I, I get you. I understand what you're doing. They're going to be the culprit. But then they just completely pull a twist out of their ass and sucker punch you in the face and almost almost slap you in the face for thinking you're smarter than the game and mm. and thinking you know what's coming is it there is, is hang on is there it is a good th- is it a good twist like you yes, could like look so back far, and see like oh that's how. so far it has been very very good right. um we'll, we'll see i know some people have an issue with the ending so i'll get back to you we are, and, and we posted this on Reddit before, but we're gonna, actually going to have a new series on, on this uh, feed called Emblem Cast Gaiden. Gaiden side story. It's not not a Fire Emblem Gaiden <laughs> reference. <laughs> Soon we're, those we're... episodes will number the real episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's it, the, the idea of the series is um, we like other stuff other than Fire Emblem. I know, it's... It's crazy. That's not the only series we are fans of. So, you know, we, we might do a South Park episode. We're definitely going to do a V3 episode at one point. So I'll get back to it um, then. Sounds and like I'll have to put it on the Christmas wish list. You will. you got to put it on. But there's a twist in the first act, which the first chapter, um, which I'm not going to spoil because I think that would ruin it for you. But basically they've done a thing that I think everyone that's played the series have thought, like, wow, what if they did this? That'd be cool. And they fucking do it. <laughs> well, that's that's cool, I suppose. 
it's good. I will tell you, I think the protagonist is is by far the best in the series. Um, the protagonist is is actually a character, which is crazy. I know that uh, can't be. I need myself insert. I know. Otherwise, <laughs> when the waifus die, I won't be sad. Exactly. <laughs> I think they did a better job with Hajime in the second game than Makoto, but they definitely I mean, did. Yeah. They, they did, and I think Hajime is a good character, but um, they they definitely upped their game overall. And, and one of the biggest improvements about Danganronpa V3 is again, Darren, I'm, I'm sure you know this, you know, from playing the other games. There's always your main characters, you know, like Kyoko in the first mm-hmm. game and, and Chiaki in the second game, that you know stick with you at least for most of the game, and, and they get the most development. You still have your group of a couple of people that are obviously the main characters, you know, best friends and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but even the side characters in this game get so much more development uh, than than a lot of the characters in 1 and 2, which is great because I think this is the best cast we've, we've had overall. Um, you know, as per usual, when there's 16 characters that have to, are supposed to be wildly different in personalities, there's maybe two or three I'm, I'm not so hot on. But uh, the the rest of the cast is is really good, and so far I'm, and again I'm like ninety percent through this game. I I'm loving it, and I'm very excited. Glad to hear it. I'll, yeah, I'm very uh, excited to talk I'll about it. I'll definitely have to add it to my Christmas list then. To, yeah. Uh, so there, there's sure one I thing I want to mention. Speak to it. Um, are are you thinking of getting the game on Vita? Uh, I wasn't sure because I played all the others on Vita. Right, so that's what I did. I got it on Vita, but um. Oh man, we have you... all two people that bought a Vita. We do. We do. I, I bought two. <laughs> my he did buy two Vitas. Chef oh man, three Vitas you, out you the market. You know who you're talking to. I am so, the Vita guy. Darren, do you have free storage on your Vita? Uh, I have lots of free storage. Okay, because have have you heard about the thing with this game? I haven't um, heard about the thing with Don so, Europa V3 killing Harmony on the Vita. Yes. So, since this game, unlike the previous games, is not a PSP game, <laughs> and designed for, specifically for PC and, and PS4 as well, uh, and, and being a visual novel, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of voice-acted dialogue. Yeah. To fit the game on the Vita cart, they had to super-duper compress the audio to a point oh. where I f- to a point where I found it unplayable, but there's a free, I think it's 2.5 gig... Uh, patch on the store, which fixes it entirely, but it's it's worth mentioning uh, for anyone interested in picking up the game on Vita and maybe they don't have enough space. Because uh, let me tell you, those Vita memory cards, they really fucked themselves over there because those things are expensive as hell. Yup, and they can fail. They can fail. I had to delete a bunch of games I'd beaten and, and whatever on there. Uh, but yeah, play play Danganronpa. We've talked about it a lot on this show, um, and it's it's cool. If you like Phoenix Wright, you probably like Danganronpa. There's, I mean, they're they're different in a lot of ways, but I think the the whole aspect of you know interrogating people and investigating and and you know participating in a courtroom session, I, I think it gives gives you that same kind of thrill that Phoenix Wright does. So go play it. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right, I guess that's it for this segment, so we will move to the music and then to question. Thank you guys very much. We will be back right after this break.
and welcome back to Emblem Cast. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quick review here because I think it's I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, we we talk about how we like to read reviews at the beginning of a show, and this is an apology <laughs> from from our favorite uh, reviewer, Mr. Q Man. Uh, he says, "I am so sorry." Five stars, dear Emblem Cast. I'm sorry for filling your review with my dumb memes. It's just I wanted more people to talk about my favorite character, Tiki in parentheses adult. <laughs> So I thought making a meme would help, but I was wrong. Emblemcast, keep up the good work. Hope you have a good day, Mr. Q-Man. Mr. Q-Man, thank you for your review. And we can finally re- read one of your reviews on the show, because it doesn't have entire S support in it. <laughs> <sighs> so if you want your review read on the show, if it's one star or five stars, we read it all. Uh, just leave us a review on iTunes, so you can, you can have your little little bit of your content on the show it works out for everyone also, um, don't don't meme on it <laughs> if you meme on... uh, no you know i'm okay yeah. with a bit of memeing it's if, fine if but it's if it's a whole support then that's after you actually do a review yeah Oof. that right. way you can yeah. get your meme on the show and it'll be as it'll be as a surprise there it'll you be go. like a trap or or just do like we thought this was a real review but it was actually a meme yep it will be a trap <laughs> all right yeah. Cool. Anyway, we're going to do questions. We got a bunch today, which is cool because we haven't had a lot recently. But if you want to if you want to leave us a question, the best way to do that if you don't see our question thread, which we usually post sporadically uh before we record, you can email us at emblemcast@gmail.com. It's uh easy to remember. <laughs> um so our first question is directed towards Stevie Lucky Crit. And it says, you mentioned we a lot in your videos, and some of the things you say imply that you have other people who help out with your uploads. Who are the people that help you work on the channel besides you? And that question was posted by uh, iMain Melee Kirby. So thank you, Curb, for that question. Yeah, thank you. Um, so basically when this channel started out, it was kind of just me and a couple friends wanting to do like a group gameplay channel. Um, you, we you had, told me, I think, you started on Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, well, that's what it became after that. So, like, at the very, very beginning, it was going to be, like, group gameplay because I had just built this PC. You know, we were doing stuff like GTA. Um, we even had, you know, some ideas to do something where we would basically, like, jump into a game that we'd, we would usually never play. Like, I don't even know, like a, like a dating sim or something like that and just mess around in that and, and experience how that was and record that. And so it was just, a, like, a, a couple friends group gameplay channel. And then what happened was... Like, I had other ideas that I wanted to make, too. So I started uploading, like, solo content, too, especially during the weeks where, like, we didn't have anything to put up. And um, as time went on, like, that's what sort of caught on. And then with, when Pokemon Go exploded, obviously I was making video, videos about that. And um, one of the other guys, one of my good friends that I was with, kind of, didn't, I guess, didn't like the, the divide between, like, the group stuff and the solo stuff. And we didn't have, like, a good schedule going, like, to record the group stuff. So eventually it just kind of... You know, like those those friendly like quarrels, and, and it fizzled out a bit. So, it ended up just being me. And um, now the reason why I keep saying we at this point, even though it is really just me over here, is um, <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of feels like like I want Lucky Crit to be more than just. Uh, I, I, I like I find it weird if I would was to post something and be like, um, you know, I'm this, I'm that. I'd rather have it be like we, like Lucky Crit as an entity, you know, and that yeah. kind of leaves the door open in the future if I do end up having other people come on and, and help out with things. And that way, later on, I think, because with, with YouTube and a lot of things like that, fans are very 
hesitant and like resistant to change. So if they're already like expecting perhaps that they think other people could, you know, come in and out or other things could happen and it, maybe it's not just me, then I think that, you know, is probably a little bit easier for me and, and it keeps it more open for later. Sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I, I think about that all the time, actually, because sometimes when I respond to stuff, I'm kind of like, do I say we? Do I say I? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, like, sort of mental discipline, just to, like, always keep the we going. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I feel like I would just, like, and, forget a lot and just say, like, you know, I, 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 or me. Just yeah. we. No. But and Steve, you, you have a Twitch as well that you stream on sometimes, right? I did. I've only ever streamed on Twitch once with Lucky Crit, and that okay. was actually right before Echoes came out. I had Gast come on, and we did a little live stream like the night before Echoes launched. And um, yeah, that was it was fun. I meant to upload like uh, you know the full like video on demand to YouTube, but I never actually mm-hmm. did. And now it's at the point where you know obviously Echoes has long been out, so I feel like if I upload it, I'm yeah. just gonna get a lot of people because we were like speculating in there too. So I think I, if I upload it now, a lot of people are gonna be like correcting us and stuff Whoa. and like not realizing <laughs> that like it's old you yeah. know I, I don't know we'll, we'll see i should stream more to be honest yeah we've streamed a couple times and it's something mm-hmm. i'd like to do more in the future because it's fun to have neat. that you know live audience input um, yeah definitely yeah cool it's cool we did it um we did it yeah we did it uh when all those echoes leaks happened if you remember um and we we went over some spoiler stuff there so that, that was a lot of fun and I think we did it one other time, right? Uh, we did it for Fate. Yes. Oh, and, and I streamed Thracia with uh, Don Don uh, <laughs> at one point. So that uh, was fun. Yeah, another game you didn't beat for the draft. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> Chef, and, Chef and we've we've already just decided as a team to vote I mean, you off the your show, vote doesn't so count. Just... It's Keegan <laughs> and Hustle. No, like, I agree. You, you Keegan can't decide me. with me on this one. Nah, I think you could. Nah, nah. I've pl- I've played games with Keegan. Keegan That's true. Keegan's You're my Overwatch bro. buddy. He's, Which he's you my... got to play with me because I have Overwatch now. I'm part of the Cool Kids Club. Oof. But all right, let's move on to the next question. All right, well, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What got you into Fire Emblem? First game. What made you stay with the series? Or I'll. Oh well, we'll start with that first. Um. So, Stevie, why don't you start off? Because I think we've all talked about this a little bit. What got you into Fire Emblem first game, and what made you stay with the series? Yeah. And that so... question, sorry, that question was, and the next question was asked by Sunsetting Nova. So, thank you, Sunsetting Nova. Yeah, so this was back in the day, obviously. So, the internet was kind of more in its infancy stages. And um, I think at this time, I had, like, just gotten a subscription to Nintendo Power. I don't even remember how or, like, why, but for a period of time, like, like a good year or so, I, I did have it. And I remember reading, like, an old issue, and I just came across, like, uh, a little, like, spotlight that they had done in there. And um, I think I never noticed it before, but all of a sudden I was just browsing through, and I finally, like, you know, opened a couple pages I'd never looked in. And it was a Fire Emblem, you know, obviously Fire Emblem 7, uh, so Reckon no Ken like chapter one through five, like mini little strategy guide where they were like talking about the game and like all the strategies you're going to need to like learn and stuff. And, you know, obviously it's like super basic to look back at now, but I was like, oh, this is actually like super interesting. So I started asking the kids uh, on the school bus coming home and uh, I think it was like seventh grade for me. And someone actually had the game and this is why I feel like it had been out for a while because they had it and they like didn't care about it. So I figured maybe they like played it and it had been a while since 
you know, they had. I don't know. That could just be it. kids too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I was like, yeah, like, would you mind if I bought it from you? And he was like, yeah, 20 bucks. And so and then we, of course, we did that whole like middle school thing where you're like, yeah, man, bring it tomorrow. And then you come on the bus the next day like, oh, man, I forgot, you know. Of course. <laughs> so a couple of days later, I finally got my hands on it. And just ever since then, uh, you know, I've loved it. And I think after that, I was paying more attention to like Nintendo power and stuff. So when Sacred Stones mm-hmm. came out, I was like ready for it, you know. The best. Yeah. Love that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll. Uh, I mean, I think the three of us can go quick because we've talked about this before. But uh, first game that I that I played was actually Radiant Dawn, which is a weird first game. Ooh. Yeah. So I, I got in because I had played Brawl when I was younger. I'm like, who's this Ike guy? He looks pretty cool. And I'd picked up a, a couple other games like that. Like I had picked up, I think Pikmin that way, and and stuff like that. Smash is always good for, you know, especially if you're not well versed in Nintendo, uh, exposing you to. To other IPs. So I played Radiant Dawn and I was like, what's going on? Where's Ike? Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't I control these characters? It's just a grid. And then uh, I remember I got a little bit into it and Laura died. I think, is that her name? The, the healer? The, the, cleric? the healer? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm like, oh, okay, she died. She'll come back. I'm like, wait. <laughs> no. Characters don't come back. So then I uh, I dropped the game there. But, but then my... <laughs> yeah. But then my the the way I really got into Fire Emblem was I picked up a 3DS on on day one and if you remember it had a whole thing where the 3DS was priced pretty stupidly at first it was two hundred fifty dollars at launch and um, for anyone who bought it at that price before I think it was like a year or nine months in something like that uh, they got ten free NES and ten free GBA games and one of those free games was Fire Emblem the Sacred Stones. So uh, I played a shit ton of that game and loved it. I was terrible at it, but <laughs> I played a lot of it. And uh, then I got Awakening right on launch day, and I've gotten every other game on, on launch since and played most of them, and I uh, love it. Farmless my jam. And what made me stay with the series, I guess... I mean, I'm going through the Tellius games now, and, and I certainly, now that I have a better understanding of the series, really appreciate and, and really are into them. But uh, I think it was really Sacred Stones. And and the fact that it was maybe a little easier uh, helped me out. And just, you know, the, the beautiful sprite work and, and stuff like that in the game. I was never as much of a story guy as I am. The Fire Emblem games never, in my opinion, have had a, a super amazing story. Um, but, but Sacred Stones is definitely one of the better ones. Oh. And uh, I don't know, I just, I loved it. It was fun. So, Darren, why don't you go ahead? Well, you know, I, I know got into Fire Emblem with the advent of the busty women and the destroyed armor piece. Right. So when Fire Emblem Heroes <laughs> came uh-huh. around, I, uh, I got on board. Right. I saw that artwork, you know? But uh, Right. In, in the episodes we recorded before that game came out, like you I just, phoned it in. You were in another world. The reviews <laughs> on my channel? I just Googled Nintendo Power Reviews, and I changed a few words, yep. and I read it off. That's the secret right there. Oh. No, but it all the story com- secret come out. I'm Darren. I'm reporting you to the I cyber police now. That's big plagiarism. <laughs> if that's true, but uh, in all seriousness, I've been a fan <laughs> since day one. I too read about uh, Fire Emblem and Nintendo Power when the uh, first game did in you, North America was launched. Did you perhaps see the the infamous Dorcas? I ad? did see the infamous Dorcas ad, and, uh, and I was very confused by it and didn't sure how it connected to the game at all. <laughs> 
as yeah, were we it, all. It and still, still baffles are. everyone to this day. But uh, I've been playing the games since day one that they launched in North America. And ever since it came out, it altered my interest in video games. And I've always tried to follow the series after that point. And I, and I, I always loved the character relations with the support conversations and the playability of the yeah. games. And just going back and trying out to use different characters... It always uh, it kept me with the series, even for in North Darren, America when we had a big drought in releases. I'd always go back to uh, the other games. Darren, I know you've said um, maybe not in previous episodes, but certainly on your YouTube channel before that uh, Fire Emblem Seven might be your favorite favorite game it's, of all time. It's constantly still... in the top five. Yeah, up up there with Path of Radiance. Path of right? Radiance is probably just below it. But it's it's they're both games I deeply enjoy and appreciate. Unlike some people, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but those people yeah. will yeah, be those, fired. We so will resolve okay. that. You 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 fire me. You stop you stop getting stuff posted on the subreddit. <laughs> you got a pin stuff. more. My, you got a pin more, my friend. We haven't had a pin since like episode four. <laughs> yeah, because we actually have important things going on now. Eh. Touche. Touche. Right. Touche. <laughs> All right. So, Chef, why don't you go? Uh, so I was it was senior year in high school, like three years ago. Uh, guy I was sitting next to told me about uh awakening and just sort of like this sort of like skill management and trying to like skill optimization with the kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So then I went home, downloaded it, played it, and then proceeded to go play every other game in the series. And you and did that I, in like a day. Oh yeah, well, and then yeah, <laughs> an hour. <laughs> I, I did that all within like six months, and then also around the same time, I became the mod of the subreddit. And I'm just like, oh, uh, this went so really it's quickly. Safe to say you're not the biggest fan of Fire Emblem. Yeah, you know, yeah. XCOM's better. <laughs> you know, yep. this, this is a trash. This is a trash dude. Page and Gwim right now. <laughs> Ugh, so the next part of that question is, um, if you could create a lord and not give him a sword, what legendary weapon would you give him? Uh, and where would the inspiration draw from? Why, why don't we just say, instead of legendary weapon, because it would probably be a new one, like, what what, what would they use? Um, I'm assuming it's not an avatar, because I, I don't think any of us really want that for a lord character, again, after Corrin. <laughs> but, uh, what, yeah, what, what weapon would they use? Stevie, why don't you go ahead? That's a tough one because I don't want to. a tough one. I would probably say an axe. I don't want to like overwrite Hector in any way, but because there's so many swords, I'd probably go hey, more more axe. Like, axe yeah, swords the better. Right. Definitely not blue I hair. For, forget the blue hair. We're done with that. We're gonna okay. we're gonna how switch about, it up a little bit. How about green? <laughs> Light green, <laughs> almost blue. <laughs> I probably you know honestly I'm a little bit tired of like the redheads getting crapped on in the series. Maybe maybe like a redheaded beefy like axe lord or something like that i don't know yeah that'd be fun i don't know something to switch it up yeah Darren, how about you always 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 wanted a wyvern rider lord or a lord that had a dragon cool. i always wanted that not to be a dragon but to to ride one just because i think that's a cool concept i will uh i will back that up and say dragon would be cool but anyone who listens to this podcast knows my I love for Pegasus Knights, so I would I would love love love. I mean, for Pegasus why Knight not Lord. both? That'd be awesome. Have sure. a Fire Emblem set in this in a Sky oh, yeah. City. Bam, 
Lords have to know how to fly. I wouldn't even mind if... I wouldn't even mind if, if the Pegasus Knight had a sword, but... I'd be crazy. okay with that. <laughs> Why? I know. It'd be crazy. That's my answer, though. Uh, I guess Lance is by default. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, Lance is cool. We need one. We need more than just Ephraim, and Elliewood doesn't count. Uh, not because I dislike Elliewood, but because, you know, it it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. What next one should we do? So these next questions were asked by members of Lucky Crit on his server, which, again, we'll, we'll post that in the description. But uh, one person says, and I'm sorry I don't have their name offhand, they say... If you had the chance to create a special theme banner, and this is for Fire Emblem Heroes, what would the theme be? What units would be included, and why? I'm gonna go because it would be Thracia, and I pray to God that we get FE5 soon. Um, let's see, what unit? What for would I pick? Certainly, and, and you know, I'll, I'll pick units based on what I think would be reasonable for the first FE5 banner, and definitely Leaf. Um, I've talked about with with people. Uh, in the community about what I would like to see with how Leaf works as a unit, and I think you know, normal 16 might light brand that'd be cool with Distant Counter built in, but I think it'd be cool if it targeted res that'd just be I don't think it'd be too broken, but it'd definitely be good because most units tend to have better defense than res um, it would certainly give Leaf an, an interesting niche I'd love to see Finn I think we all really want to see Finn in the game uh, and again, as I, I've talked about this with people I think Finn with in a midi type of brave weapon, you know, uh, a brave lance that is, is maybe a little better than the normal brave lance would be cool, and I think that wouldn't be, you know, again, very good, but not crazy, crazy broken. Because I think people have realized that a midi's an, an incredible weapon, but not not maybe quite as overpowered as, as people thought at first. Um, I think Nana would, would definitely be a unit I could see them adding in that banner. Give her the Earth Sword, please. Not another staff. We don't need another staff and the fourth choice is tough because they could do a lot of things they could do asvel and give him graph caliber which would be awesome but they could also do uh dagdar i guess that would probably be the one that goes to four star so that might be likely likely um but i would, I would love to see orson and they could do something cool with the poogie i don't know what that would be probably distant counter uh and some other kind of skill on there but I, I guess that's what i'd go with um, I'd love to see a master banner as well, but again, I think that's maybe hoping a little too high mm. <laughs> right now. Darren, how well, you? you know, being the big Fire Emblem Heroes fan that I am now to this day, I would of go course. with the banner <laughs> with a lot of the fan favorites. You'd have like older Ike, you'd have characters, obscure characters like Leaf, you'd have the Black Knight, you'd be pulling in characters like well, Alm that are really already. popular, just like a really big... <laughs> cool, who's who's popular, who's obscure, have a really cool banner all about that. You know what? Scratch that. A villain's banner dedicated to all the villains. Yep. And cool. what you do is, I would really want them to all have like a .1 pull rate so that everyone can get the feeling I got when I played Fire Emblem Heroes and you can't get anything oh. that you want. So that that's my answer. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Thanks, Darren. We're going to skip Sheffin because we fired. don't like him. Uh, he's fired. Stevie, what would you go with? Um, yeah, this one's easy for me, I think, because I'm, like, dying. Like, I'm really – we were talking about it earlier, but I'm really waiting for, like, the more obscure characters to make it into Fire Emblem yes. Heroes. Can't like, wait. obviously, we're going to keep getting, Berlinus like, re- when? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> obviously, we're going to keep getting, like, reskin characters, but when you really think about it, the only thing that they can do, aside from coming up with, like, original characters, is 
get further and further into the more they obscure characters. They gotta go back. Right. And there there will there... be a day, Stevie, when we have older bearded Hector from, from yeah. V6 <laughs> as a playable character. <laughs> and you know what's interesting is with the power creep, if that continues, these obscure characters are going to be like really good too, as long as they yeah. keep this up. Yeah. So I would be really excited to have like the Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon uh, Gaiden characters, like the Gaiden chapter characters in the oh. game. Um, That's an interesting choice. Yeah, a lot of people really hated the guidance system in Shadow Dragon, where you had to kill off all but 15 of your units. But yeah. I actually like found it really interesting. So, And I really like the characters that they gave you, too. So, like, Norn. I would absolutely love to see Norn in the game as an archer. Um, Etzel as a dark mage. Um, Horus, definitely one of my favorite Armor Knight kind of characters. I don't know, I just like his, his design. And um, I guess, the, yeah, the fourth one is kind of a wild card. Maybe somebody interesting like, like uh, Ymir. Or somebody like that. I don't know, but definitely like uh, yeah. a Gaiden, Gaiden chapter. Better, you can always go with for Athena sure. for were another. You, were uh, you sword happy? User. Yeah. Were you happy uh, when they included the kind of random and pretty obscure FE12 characters like Katarina and, and Athena and all those guys? Yeah, I FE12? mean, I, a little bit of it. I need to finish it, but yeah, thanks to the the fan translation for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Actually, you know what's so interesting too is I had downloaded that. On, um, I have like an R4 cart for DS. I downloaded it to that cart, and I was able to download the the actual like real downloadable content, like extra maps, to like my fake ROM on the R4. It was amazing. So yeah, it was. It, I, I played a little bit of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got two more questions, and the next one is: If you had to pick a dude, who would it be? And I'll add, and why. Hashtag Husbando Emblem. Uh, Stevie, why don't you go again? We'll go We'll go snake order here. <laughs> okay. I think right now, off the top of my head, I'd have to say Krom. He has my... Oh. Even though he's he's a blue-haired lord, he's pretty... A little bit bland, I'd say. But... He's all right. I don't, out, I don't out, of, out of all the sword characters, you know, sword lords, he's definitely my favorite, like, design-wise. I just like what they did, you know, with his fighting style and everything. I don't know. He's I, also got Matt, I just really Matthew liked Mercer's about voice. And that's, yep, that's that, true. That's a good that pull helps for yeah. that. Yeah. That's a good pull. <laughs> he would right, he Darren. would uh he would hold me tight and warm my fire for sure. <laughs> Darren, how um, are you? Well, Black Knight every day, all night. So that means well, by default, <laughs> okay. I have to pick... pick something less obvious, please. That doesn't. Uh, no, that doesn't count. Husbando. I guess I'd pick Har. I like Har. He's okay. chill. He's cool. I like his design a lot. I like the. Uh, you like his eye I patch. do like his eye patch a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a cool design, and I do. And in the, in the games, he's also very incredibly useful and powerful. But I do like his story arc and his personality and kind of his experience. So I think he's a cool guy. And as a husband, I think he'd be pretty relaxed, pretty chill. Yeah, he would. And he wouldn't mind if I um, sneak off every other night with the Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my choice as I will be murdered and crucified. By a lot of a lot of members of the community, if I don't say this, will be Camus <laughs> by my abomination of an avatar right now, which, as the listeners who cannot see, is a combination of, of Sirius's FE3 art mixed with uh, <laughs> Monica from a horror visual novel that went viral called Doki Doki Literature Club, which I highly recommend if if you have not played. We mentioned that a little bit last episode, but. It's an abomination, but someone made it made it for me, so I'm using it. <laughs> no, but 
Camus is a meme, but but I actually think Camus is is a pretty cool character. Out of out of all the characters from that era of games, which is not an era I'm too familiar with yet, but uh, I think Camus is is pretty interesting. I personally prefer Ezekiel. And, and well written. Yeah. Do you? Zeke. Yeah. His full name <laughs> though is Gaiden, Ezekiel. Or... Yeah. Right. He's just Camus, but without uh, his memories. Right. Camus is a man of, of many names and, and many faces, as as we are in this show. <laughs> no, but I think Camus is cool. He'd be he'd be a chill dude, you know. He'd just just like Har, he'd be a chill dude. And uh, and and you know what? We can tell from his past relationships, he's devoted to his life partner. So I, I want a husbando that would be devoted. He to also me. could very be very useful in Halloween if he wanted to dress up as Char. He could. Yes, he, he could. Off. He could put a he mask on, and mask everyone well. would be like, "Who the fuck is that?" It's basically the Persona Five mask. It's wouldn't pretty he close. just wouldn't he just keep disappearing on you and you know forgetting everything though? He might. Like like maybe someday he'll come back, but like he's gone. But you know what, Stevie? I think <laughs> our bond of love could over overcome that. I mean, it's only if you get S rank. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Can't keep it at A rank. I was actually. I, I was pretty sad that he wasn't in Warriors because I thought he would have been a good villain choice, um, or at least just Lance Cavalier because we don't even have that. Well, they couldn't um, do that because there's too many sword people, and they got to reduce the sword people by having more sword people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the only way you fight it. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then add more sword people in the yeah. DLC. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so the next one, and we've we've talked about this a little bit, uh, but it's it's worth going back to. Um, and this is, what is your favorite class and why? It can be from FE, any FE game. So I'll go. Um, I'll say favorite class ever, just in terms of concept, uh, is probably Malignite, because I love me love me some dragon peoples. And uh, dragon and magic, how much how much cooler <laughs> can you get than that? But um, to, to talk about a more, you know, a class that's in more than just one game, I guess I'll go... I would go Dragon, uh, Wyvern, but I'll, I'll go Pegasus. I, If you couldn't tell, I like mounted units, in particular flying units, but uh, I don't know. There's, I, I just I tend to like a lot of the characters that are, are Pegasus Knights. Um, I think, you know, people... I'm trying to think of Pegasus Knights I like right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Marsh is cool. I think the three pegs in, a, in, in both FE6 and FE7 are pretty cool. Um, I think Milady's great in, in FE6. I think we all like her, and I don't know. It's all, they're all cool dudes and ladies. Darren, how about you? I'm going to go with something a bit different now because we've had, we haven't answered this since like episode two or three of the podcast, a question quite like this. Yeah. And one. we've revisited a lot of the previous titles now. And upon further reflection, I really like the concept of the Master Knight class from Fire yeah. Emblem 4. Which is a yeah, magic a class that can that. pretty much use like every weapon and magic in the game, and that's pretty yeah. damn awesome. No, that's that's a good choice. You have one that you choose, kind of like I did. You know, just traditionally a broad class for yeah. the yeah. I class. really like. I'm a big fan of Swordmaster. I like sniper yeah. concept, but you know we don't always get great. It's okay. Usefulness. You can just use Radiant Dawn Marksman or whatever it's yeah. called. Just cheat it out, but uh, I always like that. Just cheat it. All right, Stevie, you're up, my friend. You know, 
if I had to pick one that I've loved like all along, maybe maybe not so much like these days as much anymore because I haven't liked the past couple of um of characters in this class line, but it's always been Myrmidon and Swordmaster. Yep, solid yeah, choice. Yeah, sure. I, I think we all it, like them as much yeah. as people like to shit on them gameplay wise. They're just so fun, <laughs> yeah. and such a cool concept. I I didn't really like Hinata and Fates. I didn't really like. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Lanku, but he was just kind of too plain for me, like design-wise. I was, I was hoping for, I guess I was hoping for somebody like a little bit edgier or something. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta get a Rucker. Gotta get your Josh. Yeah, somebody well. like that. <laughs> a jo- oh, yeah, Josh. Oh, Josh was the yeah. best. Of course. Yeah. The man with the hat. Yeah, it's it's just always been that class for me. I don't know, maybe because as a teenager, I just thought they were edgy and cool. I so, mean, yeah. did you see how many shadow clones they use with their critical? Yeah, exactly. Too? There you go. Yes. Still waiting for that to come back somehow in like a better if way. You've, if you've watched Darren's F E eight LP, you'll know he loves that Swordmaster crit animation. Yep, every time. <laughs> that's an old reference. Yeah, that is, wow, that's like two years old. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it for questions. Um Rip Sheffin. Good riddance at this point, right? Is, is he riddance. is he not coming back? He can't come back? He's not allowed no, back, really. When, when well, we, that's uh, true. That's, after all those yeah. opinions, when you I consulted with Husser off camera, and uh, we agreed. We're mm-hmm. in agreement. He went too radical too yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to... I know this is going to sour things just a little bit, but there is a soft spot in my heart for uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Absolutely. No, you know what? I love that, that game. You're allowed I to have a great. soft spot when you come up here on, the, on your pedestal and you say <laughs> it's the best one. I think, I think you got to step down. I I was on a podcast recently. Uh, I promoted in the last episode NBZ's uh, this Nintendo Life cast. We did a cross promotion, and I defended that game the entire cast because everyone was shitting on it. Were they and really? I love, yeah, they were. And and I love Sunshine, but it's flawed. <laughs> and I well, what would you say is wrong with it? Um, I think the blue coins. I mean, you can tell, and and it's been documented that that game was was rushed in development. Um, so I think the blue coins being like a third of the shines in that game or something like it might be a, a fourth um, in that game is a little too much. And there's there's some jank in that game. Definitely some jank there. But uh, I, I think it's great. I think it's definitely even now that Odyssey's out, I think it's the de- the best controlling Mario game. Like Mario feels great to control in that game. And all those floodless levels are great. Um, yeah, no, I, I love Sunshine, but... I think, you know, I think 64 even is a more complete package, if that makes sense. Gotcha, yeah. Those floodless levels freaked me out. You're talking about the uh, the mini levels suspended yeah. in space, right? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Falling off of that, ugh, not, not yep. fun. Anyway, why don't we cue the music and then get to part three, which we will now decide what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> cue the music.
And welcome back to MLMcast Part 3, and we have decided on the topic. <laughs> it was a good idea. He's going to kill it you It was a good that. idea. Yeah, he is. He'll <laughs> kill us. Well, he'll kill Sheffin, but Sheffin's already... He's going the same route that Chris did. I mean... No, I mean, I'm here. I'm back. Well, it took Chris one episode. We'll, we'll see. No, Chris never came back. He's been dead. Plus... You don't know that. We'll do you in like we did Chris... <laughs> so the part three anyway, topic what yeah, the is part it three topic. Uh, so the part three topic is we are talking about a leak that Lucky Crit sent us um, and that leak potential leak is about uh, Vampire Fire Emblem it's, uh, it's pretty out there but as we know I think it was for Awakening, right? They were thinking about doing a game set in space on Mars, and specifically that so was this kind one of thing. Of the potential concepts. It was one of the potential concepts, and and while we have never seen this thing before, I mean, a Fire Emblem in another setting is is certainly maybe not as out there as as one might think. And and while there is not too much, uh, there's not too much credibility, at least yet, to this rumor. Um, it's it's something worth thinking about because at this moment in time, and that may change very soon because 2018 is swiftly approaching. Uh, we do not know what the next game in the series will be like at all. Yeah, uh, all we know is that it will be on Switch. Yeah, and that's that's a true Fire Emblem 16. Yes, and main series not. probably should say that as well. Main. Yeah, series. it's it's main series. It's not you know it's not Heroes or or Warriors or whatever. Right. Um. Or a remake. Or, yeah. Well, I think they count remakes well, as main series. I mean, it, it remakes are counted, but it's it's a next new installment. It's they not even they they technically cool. count internally as the fans do not really. Uh, they they count BSFE as as a mainline series. So I mean, they it's it's interesting. Echo's yeah. <laughs> version of that when? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what we want. But anyway, so this this leak. Um, there's a lot to go over, and, and we're not going to go over a lot of it. But uh, they talk about a lot of new classes. They talk about Laguz-like classes. Um, they they talk about how the main character would be kind of more of an, an anti-hero of sorts. And they also talk about how, uh, like Fates, and they don't mention two versions here, but like Fates, there are two sides. There's humans in what they call Kibare. I think that's how you'd say that. Um Kibere, I'm not sure, but uh, it's it's kind of interesting to to look through and and consider. Um, so, what do you, first of all, what do you guys think of this leak? Would you be happy to see this? I mean, we don't have a lot of details yet, but does does the premise excite you? Mm, two edge for me. Yeah, I, don't know, I feel like it's sort of just like screams like sort of like deviant art fanfic. I feel like just to me at least. Well, we already had deviant art fanfic Fire Emblem. So I feel like the, I feel like this I is would, the I next level this. of deviant art fanfic. Maybe to an extent, but I do like the idea of religion being a core, as that's mentioned yeah. as part of the details. Is like the is like the religion of the land would be a greater stake into it, which you know we haven't really seen too much, except for some of the older games like Four and uh, Thracia. Yeah. Religion was a big part of that. And I think that's one of those the staples of those games that make them really interesting, especially to revisit. So I think potentially exploring topics like that is really interesting. And I do like some of the class ideas they're throwing out there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting like that. 
Uh, what about you, Lucky? I mean, I think overall, it, it, I would just be worried that there's a fine line for them to cross. It's something that I was speaking uh, to Mangs about, actually. And um, what we kind of both felt together was like, whoever, if this is a fake leak, then whoever made it, like, obviously clearly put a lot of effort into it, really thought about certain yeah. things. I mean, even down to, like, skills like Soul and Luna, like, having their effects swapped because, you know, it's, you know, vampires, so they're weak to the sun and stuff. Um, so, like, it's definitely really interesting to think about. And I think that a lot of the Castlevania kind of vampire-esque stuff really would fit in a Fire Emblem game. But, yeah, I would I would really be nervous about, like, seeing Corrin with Fangs as, like, the, the My Unit avatar and it just being, like, way too fan servicey. So, yeah. Um, I would just hope that they really knock out of the park. I mean, the last time we jumped to consoles was after uh, Sacred Stones and into Path of Radiance, and that was a huge leap. And now we have games like like Xenoblade uh, on the Switch and stuff like that, where it's like a full world, like single player MMO, basically. And so I really hope that we see a massive game out of this upcoming game, whatever it is. And I would like to see another uh, another I setting for will. sure. Yeah, I hope so. I I, I have high hopes that this will be a, a big jump. Um... I don't know. I just get the feeling this will be first time HD Fire Emblem, which is crazy because obviously, not counting Warriors and uh, Sharp, Fe. <laughs> what about this Heroes? Is... That's technically HD. Uh, that's true. But first, okay, wait, first is, mainline. Wait, is it really technically HD? Yeah. Technically, yeah. Phone screens are HD. That high oh, wow. resolution. Yeah. It's higher resolution than any 3DS. <laughs> that's oh, for wow. sure. TIS. That's not saying much. Though. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. What's what's the GameCube and Wii like 480p or something like that? <laughs> I think it, go, is, it can it can Wii is 480. I don't know what GameCube is. I think it's 420. Oh god, Blaze. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I was waiting for it. Or excuse me, I think I think Wii is 480i, not 480p. It might be able to uh, go to P if you get the right cables. Yeah. That's but true. that's neither here or there because no. this leak also mentions maybe being able to have classes that are monster-esque, like imps and succubuses and whatnot. It almost that's sounds like, like what uh, Sharp Effie should have been. Maybe, maybe. Some demon negotiation happening. <laughs> yep. What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> so I guess sort of springboarding off that... Do you guys actually think would this be a good setting, or do you think there are better, better other sort yeah, of like out of this sort of standard setting? I mean, it fits. It's still kind of medieval, just a, a you know very different style medieval. Um, you know, from made it work with with Bloodborne, and obviously these are two radically different companies. But you know, setting change like this can work and and add to the mechanics of a series. Um, Honestly, and Darren might might kill me for saying this, but I might rather see this at least this first before like a sci-fi setting for the series. I wouldn't kill you over that opinion. No, it's I more just reasonable the, the than other guy. things stated earlier on the show. <laughs> That's true. Uh, how about you guys? How what do you feel about this setting in particular? Uh, I don't know. I feel like. Too grim dark for me. I feel like oh, but it doesn't have to be super grim dark. You can still make it, you know, campy a little bit and, and fun. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess sort of, sort of just the modern sort of idea of vampires is sort of like turned me off from like the whole that whole idea. Yeah, I I think I think I'm with Darren. I think space and just Fire Emblem on like Mars are just like 
planet hopping. I feel like that's... Chef, that's just because you want this game to be XCOM. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know... It's the final evolution. It's, it's the, the final <laughs> form of Fire Emblem. <laughs> and plus, if XCOM never left Earth. You know, aliens came to them, but now... What if what if what if the next we bring the war to the goddamn aliens? Yeah, what if we're the aliens? What if we're going around just screwing up every planet? <laughs> the final stage, you know, because you know, in Fire Emblem, you traditionally have your different countries who are like vying for power. Yeah, and now you can be fates. trying to control multiple planets instead of just having single continents. You could have multiple continents with kingdoms on multiple planets. You could span it wider. Yeah. Especially yeah, if you want to every, blow up the scale, that's a good way to do it. Every arc could be a different planet or something. You could have mech battles. Oh yeah. Okay, now that's just <laughs> not 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 Darren's wet dream here. No, we replace we replace the horses with mechs. We replace no. <laughs> we replace the children with mechs. We replace the soldiers with mechs. We replace the swords with mechs. It's just it's mechs. mechs. It's mechs carrying other mechs. <laughs> it's just it's just mechs. It's li- it's it's Hear me out. Gurren, Hear me out. Hear me out. Instead of tri attacks, you combine to a bigger robot. Do we you? form Voltron. But Darren, does the moon end up becoming a robot? Yes. No, you destroy the moon as one of your attacks. Okay, so it's it's Sonic Adventure two. No. no, that that was only like a part of the moon. We just destroy the entire moon. And you never see it again in the rest of the series. Don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> I, I think in all seriousness, like seeing RPGs like Xenogears, even uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is a weird of a game that that is. That it was a good way of integrating like mech style combat. And there also have been a lot of other strategy RPGs like Front Mission, uh, Vandal, Vandal Bandits, I believe is another one for the PS1, which both use mechs as the... Uh, player characters in a turn-based strategy RPG, so I think it's been done before, and it's certainly possible, and I think it would give you more options for attacks and magic and different skills, and it's also the consideration of you have some characters who could be good at fighting on foot and soldiers, but you have other characters who are better off in the mechs, and they're and they're better in that situation. And you can have like right. layered layered fighting where you're fighting on me- with mechs in the battlefield, but you have people inside like a throne room like fighting sol- foot soldiers. All right, I'm not saying it can't work. I I think, as a first step, you know, Castlevania type thing would would work well. Nah, go big but... or go home. Uh, all right, all right, <laughs> Stevie, how about you? I'm I'm waiting for Grand Theft Auto Fire Emblem. You know, Crom running down the street with a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get that real modern modern. There is our Fire Emblem strip club. I'm like <laughs> screw. Screw the uh, oh my god! The don't, or don't give them ideas. My god! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, no, it's we'll already do, uh, bad enough with the hot springs and all that. Next yeah. level. We'll we'll pull a Call of Duty. We'll go futuristic, and then we'll have to go back. So then we'll do the the <laughs> Castlevania one later after the sci-fi. FPS Fire Emblem, like Valkyrie Chronicles or something. <laughs> oh no, not Valkyrie Chronicles. I know that series just been going downhill. I feel bad, Darren. No, it was going uphill, and then it crashed. Sad. It is sad. Speaking of mechs, Darren, did you see that, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the developer of um, Titanfall was just bought by EA. So I hope you like loot boxes for Titanfall 3. Man. R.I.P. Yep. There's no loot boxes in Fire Emblem. But there is there is DLC. You have to get that broken armor DLC somehow in the next Fire Emblem game. Yep. Don't give them ideas. 
if if Nintendo starts making loot boxes, I think that's I I think that's it for me. <laughs> I'm 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 done with more than gaming. The darkest timeline. Well, okay. How about this? Besides fucking Mars, <laughs> what what setting would you like to see? What about what about cavemen? <laughs> Go back <laughs> even further. <laughs> I mean, like, pirate, and that's not exactly where you're going, but pirate emblem, I'd be totally fucking down for. That'd be great. I mean, we got to taste that with uh, Gaiden and, and uh, Echoes to a degree, like the start of Celica's. <laughs> well, well, let, let's, let's not look at Gaiden for that. <laughs> well, I'm saying more like the idea of in, in uh, Echoes, you're kind of going from small island to island for a little bit in Celica's How about this? before you get to How the main continent. How about a Fire Emblem game where every map is a Gaiden boat map? <laughs> 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 IGN <laughs> Gaiden did nothing wrong I'm like I'm like retroactively like a Gaiden apologist now after, after hey man uh, Echo's. Echoes is cool I like that game not fully I played enough of Gaiden <laughs> yeah I, I did as well and Echoes definitely turned me around a bit and maybe maybe one day but uh, I think any other setting, I'd like to see maybe something a bit more steampunk. Sure, that'd be cool. Just to change things up, and you can still kind of have... It's it's a nice halfway between something that's more futuristic, but I think it'd be enough of a change that they would actually have to start introducing new ideas into the gameplay for, like, weapons and character classes. Yeah, I think what would be interesting is, and, you know, this is maybe not the first concern, but seeing how that art style and mechanics would mesh with heroes would be a little jarring maybe, but mm-hmm. it's not not a big problem. But I do think if they're going to stick with the medieval type setting that Gothic is the best place to probably go. Yeah, that'd be great. Either that or like uh, Sheffin said, going like uh, Middle Eastern I think also has some interesting potential for different ideas. Are we hey, get that another... means there couldn't be any fog of war, though, right? Because <laughs> you're in a desert. Sand of war. Sand of war. Those maps will be the new dread. It'll be it'll be all revelation style. Uh, fog oh. of war. Stevie, do you have any ideas? This is something that I was thinking about making a video on for a long time, like just imagining what other cultures they can go to next. Like personally, I think if we saw like something, there, there's already a lot of Nordic and Scandinavian references in Fire Emblem. Yeah, so if, we, if they did like something with Vikings or even, I could even see like uh, something Egyptian. Like I know you guys were just talking about desert maps and how that would oh, be crappy. But, but imagine, yeah, about that. imagine like, you know, pyramids and stuff and maybe the magic, those are like the shamans. I don't know. It, it could my, be cool. My idea had always been, you know, ancient greek or roman uh inspired Mm -hmm. which maybe that's a little too close to medieval but i still think that'd be cool because i've always been fascinated with with those cultures but egyptian's awesome and 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 i think just honestly just thinking about it like not doesn't have to be pirate but just like seafaring fire emblem is a really cool idea in my head especially now that you know Maybe not as cool on 3DS, but now that we're on a, a much, much, much more powerful system, seeing what you could do with that uh, would be... That'd be really cool. <laughs> You'd have to see how they'd work it out mechanically, because, you know, sailing would probably be a thing. But um... Alright, I got one last idea to pitch. Uh, Alright, go for it, Darren. What if you had a scenario where 
you have the main villain of Fire Emblem, you know King Garen, the main villain of all Fire Emblem, <laughs> goes back no, to you're... Fire Emblem's past and recruits all the villains to help him, and he captures Corrin and a new creative character you make, and they beat him up, and then six months, no, two years pass, and then you guys, your new character, and Darren. all the other characters of Fire Emblem have to team up, and you go through Sonic's history. Oh, sorry, I'm just repeating Sonic Force is the plot. <laughs> Darren, by, by the end of this podcast, I'm, I'm going to be the only member left. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? It's, it's, Too it's, far. it's just going to be Devin cast. <laughs> oh, what a show yeah. that would be. <laughs> No, <laughs> I see some Devons in this Discord. You can get people. You can get some Devons <laughs> together. There's more than enough Devon to go around. Don't misconstrue that. <laughs> mm. Oh God, the, the the amount of shit I've said on this podcast. Mm. Knowing our editor, that's gonna be that's gonna be the intro to this episode. <laughs> anyway, I, I think we've had exhausted this idea. Um, so that's it for the show. Uh. Did you want to do this that one more a... question? Yeah, why don't we do that one more question before we, yeah. we wrap out? So, um, let me pull back up my page quickly so I can see who asked it. Uh, so, Super Unsubscriber asked, and this is a little bit of a long one. Um, he says, for a lot of your Echoes guides, and this is referring to, to Lucky Crit, um, your advice seems to correspond with that of the wiki or out dated ideas proliferated around the release. Now that sentiments have changed, do you plan on updating your guides? I think the biggest mistake you uh, you made was overvaluing Son- Sonya over Dean. You've also posted your Boots video in the FE sub, and many have pointed out that the Boots were better off uh, exchanged for gold marks. Optimal class promotions for villagers have also experienced a shift in opinion. Echoes is no longer fresh, so series a series of videos may not be in the cards, but corrections... Correction videos is something I would personally like to see. You've also expressed your distaste for Treehouse's localization in the past, but many in the comments have pointed out that the Treehouse has localized many other games in the series besides Fates, including one of your favorites, Sacred Stones. Have you since revised your opinion on Treehouse, or has Fates' localizations soured you on them forever? So this is a, a strongly worded message. <laughs> but uh, what, what is your response to this, Stevie? Hashtag exposed. No. Um... Ooh. No, uh, so... And that's the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when I was first making a lot of those Echoes videos, it was before the the release of Echoes, and so there wasn't that much to go on. Like, we knew that it would be really, really faithful to Gaiden from everything that we had seen so far. So naturally, I expected some of the information to change. There were definitely some moments where I made mistakes, um, you know, certain things that all the time I do wish that I could go back and fix. I've considered doing that, like maybe making update videos, yeah, they probably wouldn't do anywhere near as well. Um, there's also other like Echoes videos that I promised to people that I still didn't get to. So we'll have to see moving forward. But yeah, there's definitely there were definitely a lot of moments where I regretted putting certain things in videos, um, like the boots video with the gold marks and stuff like that. For sure. I mean, there's always going to be people that disagree with you in the comments and stuff. I try to I try to give multiple options and like just basically. You know, and a lot of those sort of more guide videos say like, oh, well, okay, you can either do this or you can kind of go this route and try to see, um, you know, people will let me know like what they like or, okay, I like that idea better. Let's go with that. You know, instead of just like objectively saying mm-hmm. like, okay, guys, this is the best. And if you don't do this, like you're a scrub, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. There's definitely sometimes people disagree and there's definitely some mistakes I've made. Uh, for example, there was for some reason before um, Echoes came out, 
I was somehow led to believe that the Brave Sword was get, actually getting an update instead of being basically the killing edge that it was in Fire Emblem Gaiden. So in that video, like that part kills me if I ever go back and listen to that. I really want to fix that um, because we did find out after the fact that obviously they, they did keep it the same. It's basically just a killing edge. But yeah, little moments like that do bother me. And uh, yeah, there was one video where I kind of called out Treehouse a little bit. And um, I mean, whenever I say anything remotely critical of Fates, I get a lot of people attacking me saying like i'm a, an course. elitist or something i mean yeah. you're, you're gonna have that no matter what yeah mm -hmm. i i don't i don't hate fates at all i really don't but there's just some things that i am critical of it for so yeah but then they, they did also accurately point out like yeah treehouse uh 8-4 who localized awakening and treehouse who localized fates it's kind of been on and off with both of those two companies over the years when it came to the localizations for fire emblem so if you crap on one like you're you know it's it's not just like a new thing I think in that video, <clears throat> I felt like, for some reason, the, the Treehouse people were, like, a pretty much entirely new staff, for some reason, in Nintendo. Like, I know the Treehouse itself has been around, but I think a lot of the employees were new. And so I was kind of super critical of that of them because of that. Whereas, you know, with older localizations like Sacred Stones, I definitely think it, it felt different when they brought it over. It doesn't... I mean, you don't play Sacred Stones and see, like similarities even remotely between the dialogue of, of that and fates but i mean fates yeah. is a completely different game but you know it just i, I mean, think some some of the choices what? they made with they're, that they're localization 10 years apart right yeah I mean, so they're, they're, you gotta have different people right working on the I, staff there's definitely questionable examples from both 8-4 and treehouse and so i do kind of regret maybe being a little too harsh to treehouse in that video too but thank you for the kind of critical question because you did make some good points for sure all right, and with that, uh, I guess that's the episode. So one more time, Stevie, where can people find you if they haven't heard of you and are interested in checking out your content? Uh, YouTube.com slash C slash Lucky Creek Gaming. Look at that. Universal branding right there. <laughs> I wish and it was again, the user one. <laughs> yeah. And again, we can put uh, we can put your Twitter in the, the description, and uh, we can throw your Twitch in there in case you decide to pick up the old streaming again yeah actually start streaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no this this was a great time and uh i'm sure in the future there's you know working with you again it'd be a lot of fun yeah especially since you're kicking people off right i'm just yeah oh there, I'm yeah, you want, you want to be, <laughs> opened up yeah do you do, i mean do you want to be uh, a main cast member there's we'll a, we'll talk to you about that uh, yeah we'll talk show, to you. you know somebody has to get out of the call mm -hmm. first <laughs> and his his <laughs> his name rhymes with deafen <laughs> I'm not, no, no names here but uh, uh but but we'll we'll send you i'll send you my linkedin after this <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Ugh, anyway thank you so much for having me on episode 29 i i do believe and uh that's a podcast right there so thank you guys so much for joining us um darren Yes. Love having you here. Yeah, it's, it's good to be a guest it's, every it's, now and then. It is always good to be a guest. And uh, I'm thinking from what you've said, it looks like things are going to be a little easier for you coming up. So Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that I mean, is always... with, uh, be, being broke and jobless, there's uh, time to go around. That's true. Darren, since you haven't been on this podcast in a couple episodes, do you want to promote some of your content a little bit? Uh, you always got stuff. Sure. I mean, recently on my own Twitch, I've been doing a Nuzlocke of Pokemon <gasps> Black version, which has been pretty fun although it's definitely been stressful 
And uh, that's going to be wrapping up soon, as we're probably going to get killed by the Elite Four. And so nice. check that out on uh, twitch.tv slash thegamepilgrimage, or my buddy Kevin on his YouTube channel, Humala, is uh, posting all the episodes up there. If anyone's curious to check him out over that way. Otherwise, on my main channel, The Gaming Pilgrimage, over on YouTube, I finally got that Fire Emblem Fates review out after almost half a year of that just you did? constant changing of the script and going back and forth and i'm hoping in the next few months to have a, a stream of content come out maybe not all catered towards my usual retros retrospective style videos but i am definitely looking to cover some games that came out this year and uh yeah so hopefully i'll have some content out soon check out darren's podcast as well always a fun time the oh yeah i should mention podcast. that shit. <laughs> don't worry i got your you back darren <laughs> yeah. we actually recently just started a patreon for that you did. Yeah, we did. You We're did. Uh, hoping to have the podcast support itself. This is not in any way connected to my YouTube channel, as I'm not consistent enough to ask for money. But if you want to support the Game Pilgrimage podcast, check out our Patreon. We'll have uh, It'll be up right now you can probably find it through uh, our podcast page on soundcloud and right now we're just looking to use that money to make the show better get new equipment pay for the actual uploading fees and to keep the show up and live and so yeah that's it for me all right that's good to hear um so thank you guys so much for joining us once again this has been emblemcast and we will see you next time episode 30 holy shit crazy Woo! All right. Thank you, Darren. Hey, thanks, Darren. We're going to skip Sheffin because we don't like him. He's fired. Uh, he's fired. I'm kidding. His audio cut out. So no, you should have kept it going. I know. I should have kept part it going. Three. Then people would have actually believed it. They, they would have believed me. You know what? Huster, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>